all for joining us. These double features have been interesting to do back-to-back <laughs> podcast. Yeah. And, and to do like a short podcast at, at the start of this too. Like so a warm-up, yeah. Yeah. So we just got done recording our reactions to episode two of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, which is which is what we were just talking about there. You guys can go find that on the Reactor Core, which is one of our other podcasts. Uh, but yeah, I, that's a, a show that I we we haven't really figured out a good format for that sh- show yet. However, I think these are working. What we've been doing, Captain's for this. Log. I no, well, oh, no not the, the recent ca- ones. Captain's the Log, new but guys. just the like really short 20 to 30 minute thing like that that is kind of what i envisioned for it but it just it mm-hmm. never happened right um mm-hmm. and and so I, I i think kind of forcing us to stop right we get on <laughs> at eight hardy we have to stop at nine so we can do the captain's log i think helps mm-hmm. us to be like okay let's just get to what we need to say and then we're we're good to go um but yeah it's 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 been good it's been fun i think so at least yeah melissa tell me about your week what have you been up to i've had a good week i got new bed spread back here did you notice i saw that yeah I did. It, it went to different shade of pink. It's, it's still <laughs> pink, Kyle. It's, it's a little bit changed. lighter. Yes. Yes. I got a new Brooklinen comforter and a duvet. I really Good. upped my game. It's amazing. It feels like a cloud. It's so puffy. I feel like I'm staying in a fancy pink hotel, like in Wes Anderson's The Grand Budapest Hotel. <laughs> I think they have something like this. There you go. Rook Lennon, please sponsor us. Hashtag not. Please. <laughs> I love you. You gave me some free towels. I love my free towels also. Oh, nice. Did, did, did yeah, they I, just be like, hey, you spent this much. Here's a free towel. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Cool. Yeah. I got some deal where I got two free hand towels. Very nice. That's awesome. Good stuff. Good stuff. What was the last thing that I bought myself? Uh, besides, well, the, what's the not boy? I, 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 I guess comics. That's the like last thing. That's like, this is not essential that I just bought for myself. Uh, I bought a bunch Mm. of comics, but, uh, let's see the, I bought Superman, the man of steel, uh, omnibus volume two, which is like the post crisis Superman stuff. Okay. Um, so I'm what year was crisis again? It was like 85, 84 ish. Okay. Yeah. It, okay. It's like right Ugh. in the middle. Yeah. I don't remember the exact year. Too bad. There's no such device or something in front of me uh, that can <laughs> t- tell me. I could have also Googled no this, such but I was scared it wasn't going to be a neat answer. Like the answer to when did Crisis on Infinite Earths happen was going to be shockingly amorphous. Like, well, I mean, it started in Superman kind of is. issue this, but it didn't finish until Martian Manhunter issue this. 
And then so, there's one more issue and another story. It's not that bad. It, the c- c- Crisis on Infinite Earths was its its own t- okay. t- title. So it was not like, it happened okay. in this one, and then you have to read that book, and then this book over here. You just had to read Crisis on Infinite Earths. Uh, first one came out in April 1985, and it wrapped up in March 1986. So there you go all that stuff and then okay. as a result they redid a bunch of the origin stories of some of the superheroes including superman uh and john burns the man of steel uh was the <laughs> book that they made for that one well so. my brain has been broken now because you told me when that took place and my brain calculated it into okay yeah so between halt and catch fire season two and season three that's when in time this happened yeah so don't be surprised i mean they've made references to the terminator and star Mm -hmm. wars as there might be (laughs) because we know that i mean it would probably be more marvel so there might be like a secret wars reference since chris cantwell is also writing some marvel comics and stuff like that so who knows we've already seen Mm. black spider-man action figure in in that show but yeah we've been watching halts and catch fire uh on the review show Mm -hmm. another one of our podcasts and that's been a lot of fun we're talking about season three on sunday (sighs) we're getting there there's one more season after this which we'll do oh my god i can't believe it yeah, I, I still don't know what I want to pitch for what we do after that. Um, still have to come up with some some things, but this has been a good show. Highly recommend. Yes, it. lots of fun. Indeed. A wild emotional time. Kyle, mm-hmm. how has your week been? My week has been OK. Um, I, I it was slower at work, um, which is good. That helps me to relax during uh-huh. the week, but I also, uh, for Gino, one of our co hosts on Crossplay, mm-hmm. I've been working on some stuff for him, uh, working on a like a new transition and cam overlay for his Twitch streams and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So he should be debuting that, I think, this weekend. Uh, but cool. I also want to give him a shout out because it is his birthday weekend. So happy oh. birthday, Gino. Happy birthday, Gino. Yeah, indeed. Uh, but that's what I've been working on. And then today was interesting because mm-hmm. my, my I work basically from 11 to 5 each day. Oh, yeah. You are part time. I am technically part time. Yeah. So it's not much. But. I wake up at like the last minute that I can do like I get out of bed at like 1057 and then like roll (laughs) out here, maybe put some clothes on and then clock in. Um, And today I woke up, I was checking Twitter, all that stuff. And I was like, all right, time to get out of bed. And immediately when I grabbed the covers to fling them off me power the power goes out 
huh. at my house. And I was like, huh, okay, that's strange. Maybe it'll be back on in a second because without power, I can't use the internet, which means I can't work. So yeah, and you don't need internet for a bed. I don't need internet for a bed. No, <laughs> nobody's. I, 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 I mean, maybe there's somebody out there making smart beds. I, look, I wouldn't put it. You remember back in the day when we used to see those infomercials for those beds that would like fold up and you would like. Watch oh, my God. Yes. My parents TV have those. Yeah. I always wanted one. And now I like I, I, I don't want one. But still is, is I was like, that's the future. Beds will move on their own. <laughs> yeah, they can but, make uh, it flat. L. The two shapes shaped the like because they, they did the thing where like your back was like up and reclining like a chair. But then there was like that hump for your legs. Right, yeah, it's like a heart monitor shape. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my bed does not have Wi-Fi capabilities. <laughs> it's just a normal bed. Um, May feel yeah, like a I, cloud, but is not connected to it. Right. Uh, I. I basically signed in on my phone and was like, hey, the power's out at my house, so I can't really sign on to my computer, so I'll keep you all posted. And then, like, half an hour later, the power's still not on, all that stuff. Texted my roommates who were all out at work. I was like, so the power's out, and it's been out for, like, half an hour or so. Uh, And then one of my roommates checked the power outage stuff and they 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 were like yeah so they're aware but they're not gonna fix it until like between 3 p.m and 6 p.m today so i was like Mm -hmm. huh okay so i mentioned that to my work i was like they know but they're not going to be able to fix it until this afternoon um and they they were like, well, that's happened to me, so we understand. Like, you know, we'll we'll see you on Monday. And I had the day off. I had a relaxing <laughs> day. I didn't really have to do a thing. So wow, good weird. End to, end to my week, start of a three day weekend. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. So living large here at the well, did, uh, did you- <laughs> Springer household. Were you just reading comics in the dark? <laughs> no, I was listening to podcasts. Eventually, the power did come back on. I also maybe failed to mention that to my work. But, uh, you know, because I, I had basically mentioned like, hey, I'm probably not going to be working today. Yeah. So I was, I was just like, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to let them know. I'll just take the, the day. Uh but yeah, did did uh, some some more work on the computer for Gino stuff. Sent that off to to him. Listened to a bunch of podcasts. I watched all of Invincible, the or the, no. the first three uh, that are are out. Uh, that's is the new animated show uh, that's on that's on Amazon Prime. It's really freaking good. I like it a lot. Yeah. Nice. Um, we'll get back to that in 
just a sec. But ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 136, <laughs> number 136 of the Whatnots Captain's Log. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined as always by Melissa Wilkinson. Uh-huh. Indeed. Melissa, do you have any interest in Invincible? I I imagine I should. <laughs> I gotcha. So there's three episodes out now. We'll get a new Correct. episode weekly until how many? Uh, there's eight total. So there's okay. five more. So I think, yeah, I guess like end of April is when it okay. wraps up. Eight's manageable. I can check that out. Yeah. Yeah, they are 40 minute long ish. Okay. So yeah, they're, huh. they're they're not they're not the half an hour stuff. So they are pretty okay. Lengthy. I definitely recommend it. Uh, I actually recommend checking out the comics because I, <laughs> I know I think you would really enjoy, enjoy it. But uh, yeah, I, 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 I know the comics good, but it's so long. It's like if I start this, I'm signing away the next year and a half of my life. Yeah. Well, I, that's that's the thing. So from the first three so far, it's. It's really good, and they are mm. being very faithful to the the comic. It starts off a little, like, slightly differently, but is more to the point um, of 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 what it turns into. the The first volume of Invincible, or, or, or like the first volume or two, is maybe a little slow, and it seems like if that's all you read, you're you're just gonna be like, this is. Not all that great. It's just kind of run of the mill generic superhero he he mm. stuff. But it's like by the end of that first like chunk, that is just like, oh shit, this is what this thing is, and then it changes completely. Uh, Sam is in the chat with us. Hey Sam, how's it going? Hey, Sam uh, and says Stephen Yoon is in it. And yes, he is. He yes. voices the main character. So is uh, J.K. Simmons and um, Melissa. You've pitched the show twice. <laughs> the female spy show. Oh, Killing Eve. What's the actress's name? What's her name? Oh, there's Sandra O oh and yes, the lady who's not Sandra O. Oh. I'm t t talking about Sandra O. Oh. She plays the Good, mom. Good, because that's the one who this. I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, there's a whole bunch of uh, uh, other voice actors who I'm sure you guys all know and mm. all, of, all of that stuff. But it's yeah, it's it's good. I think. When we covered Irredeemable, this is mm. similar-ish story. Um, not exactly the same and stuff like that, but the same same style of stuff. If, okay. If that makes sense, but yeah. All right. It's, it's good. Highly recommend ch checking it out. First three are up on Amazon Prime. Okay. Helpful to know about. Speaking of superhero materials on streaming services, I did watch the Snyder Cut. Ah. Me and the, our movie Discord, we camped out. We spent all day Sunday watching this thing. I haven't made it there yet, but I've made it through Man of Steel and Good. the ultimate edition of Batman v Superman. Um, okay. So I've seen those. I'm... I don't know if I want to watch Wonder Woman next. I'm definitely not watching Suicide Squad. 
I might just go straight to uh, Justice League after this. The but theatrical I will cut. do the theatrical one first because okay. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> okay. So we'll see. But this what, is the what path you they've chosen. Yes. I, I had a good time. It, it is okay. definitely a more fleshed out story. The characters are much more vibrant. There's a lot added to Cyborg. Which is not news. I think that's the that's major hear, point yeah. coming out of this is more cyborg. The headline on the newspapers, more cyborgs. By cyborg, a good boy, it says. My kind of news paper, right? More cyborgs. <laughs> more cyborg. Not more cyborgs. The one. We see more of the one we already have. Indeed. Yeah, I, 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 we made it through. It was it, it, the length. You know, is certainly something to deal with. I, I think it was paced okay. <laughs> Interesting. I, I, I heard that they do like chapters. Yeah. So like here's ch- yes. chapter one, chapter two, ch- chapter three. So it does have these like natural intermissions put yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think the final chapter is like an hour and 40 minutes. Oh, man. <laughs> so like okay. that's where you, that's that where is you like stop. the main chunk. Right, it's the big meaty battle. I love those. So I don't think this is. There's a scene I want to talk about, and it's early on in the film, so it's not really a a spoiler. But it's what was supposed to be the introductory scene for Flash. You see Mm -hmm. Flash; he's going to like a, um, like a, a dog daycare to apply for a job. You know, he's got all these side jobs to try and pay for, uh, going to school for criminal justice to get his dad out of jail. And yep. so he's interviewing at this doggy daycare and outside uh, Iris West gets into a car accident and it's like a truck that it runs into like a hot dog cart and it's going to like hit her car. And so Barry, he runs out there. Time's real slow. He's going to run out there and save her. He's taking his shoes off. He's not wearing shoes, presumably because yeah. he runs so fast, he would burn his mm-hmm. shoes and he's not wearing his suit. He's just wearing like civilian boy clothes. So he runs sense. out there barefoot. There's the hot dogs flying through the air in this like beautiful angelic <laughs> slow motion. All of these hot dogs. And he like takes a second. He like admires Iris. I don't know if they already knew each other. I, I don't know too much about this. He looks at her. It's clear he's a crush on her. He saves her. He helps some folks. He takes a hot dog and he puts it in his pocket. And this is not a fully constructed <laughs> hot dog. It's a lone wiener. Hot dogs everywhere. Alone. Right? He's a hungry boy. (laughs) But he restrains himself. He could he could stuff his pants full of hot dogs and he doesn't. So it it it, it is only the hot dog. It's not like the hot dog in a a single wiener. He puts a single wiener in his pocket. And then later, you know, he's back in the dog. Is that a wiener in your pocket? Are you just excited to see me flash? <laughs> this is a very overt metaphor, yes. But then he's back at the doggy daycare, and you know, to the lady who works there, it's like he hasn't moved at all, and he's just like, "Oh boy, wow, whoo! There's a car crash outside. Wow, these dogs are sure agitated. Good thing I've brought this hot dog with me to calm them down. That's my secret. I always have a hot dog in my pocket. That's why you should hire me to work with the dogs. And I regret that the scene was not in the theatrical cut." Because we almost had, as a theatrical movie-going audience in the year 2017, and on, like, Thanksgiving weekend or whenever it was, 
We went to the theater and we saw this barefoot boy just put a single, like, lonely, naked hot dog in his pocket. And he's a superhero. He's our protagonist. This hot dog boy. It's it's the standout scene of the film for me. I want That's all of them wonderful. to have a scene like this. <laughs> So the, the the thing with the Flash is in a lot of uh, versions of him because he's so fast. Yes, his yes, metabolism they do talk works about that. really fast, right? But he he shows restraint. I guess this is his like he, this is what shows us he's a hero is that he didn't take all of the hot dogs and he could have like they're just gonna fall on the ground. So he could have taken maybe this is a tonal thing. Maybe it logically would have made sense, but tonally we can't. St- Barry can have one save the hot, hot dog. dogs. Save if, the world. <laughs> if Barry is shoving hot dogs down his pants haphazardly, I th- maybe that was oh a bridge god. too far. Oh my god! Amazing. I wish. I want there to be another cut. It's just Barry taking the more hot, dog hot dogs. <laughs> I want him to have enough hot dogs to last the rest of the film. Release the hot dog cuts. I want him to go up against Steppenwolf and he throws a hot dog at him. He needs he needs a moment like in Lost where he's 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 like he's pulling a hot dog Ah. out of his pocket. Someone scares him. He's just like "Ah," throws it at him. (laughs) (laughs) It's Steppenwolf right in the face. He just gets hit with a hot dog. (laughs) I want it. Yeah, you have that to look forward to. Oh, uh, God. And then there's That's three wonderful. and a half okay, hours good. of material after the hot dog scene. Okay. okay I'm sorry good. it peaks so early. <laughs> I, well, that's the thing. I'm I'm not expecting much from both of them. I, I've heard the Snyder Cut is better. Uh, but mm-hmm. I, I mean, yes. again, there is the like, it's four hours long. It's not paced very well on according to some people or or like it's it's better but it's marginally better like you can absolutely say it's a better film but it's still not a good film is what i'm hearing but then there are some that's like yeah it's great it's good more cyborg yeah there certainly are a lot of parts of it that i think are done very well and then some other parts where i was bored uh, and i Mm. wished there was a hot dog hot dog cut if <laughs> if you had to ask for another franchise to be redone in this way like what 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 franchise or movie would you want to be like recut new scenes put in like not necessarily to make it a better film if that's the route you want to go with your thing we can go down that road but just like What's a m- 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 movie you think deserves more movie? <laughs> I, well, the first thing I thought of is that years ago, Topher Grace, you know, a Venom, oh, Topher yeah. Grace of Venom. He wasn't acting much. And somebody was like, where has Topher Grace been? And he had been like, he gotten into editing and he had edited all three Star Wars prequels together into a new film. Like he just took the Uh, highlights of it. Like he took the footage of all the prequels and restructured it into like a more tightly knit 
cohesive, like Anakin focused story. And like, you know, he just screened it to a couple friends at his house. And there was word going around like Topher Grace's Star Wars prequels are amazing. And I've always wanted to see that. I want the Topher cut. Okay, I I had no idea about that. I I I, didn't I know think that about it several times a year. Man, like any time okay. I haven't heard from an actor in a while, I presume that's what they're doing. They're tr- trying to do. They're like, no, I must fix Star Wars <laughs> <laughs> or something. The, the prequels are good. Damn it, we we need to figure it out. How do we make them believe? Like they're just having a hellish time in an editing room of their own making. Yeah. It's, it's that meme of just like, well, if we link all this stuff, like right there, it's the, the, the crazy thing, but we can cut that thing out. And then, you know, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't know. I think that is one of the ones up there on a lot of pe- people's list of like we need like there, there is a good story in the prequels mm-hmm. in there, but they just, mm-hmm. it, it just it's just it, that's not what we got. Right. It's mm-hmm. not, yeah. So that makes sense. That makes sense. I think that's a good one uh i thought you were about to say spider-man 3 because to be <laughs> honest i like just the fact that that movie was as bad as it was and it was just so bloated oh, like i you, i wonder if there a is point. a yeah. better version of that film if it's a longer film right we spend more time with everybody like gwen stacy gets to be a real character in right? that movie. exactly so does venom <laughs> Right. right. It's not just like, why is he we here? And then with... the third act. Yeah, that we get one no scene sense. with like John Jameson to see how he's doing after Mary Jane left him at the altar. He's part of it. Right, I would yeah. love, yeah, a four hour cut of Spider-Man 3. That'd be an interesting one for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. What would I do? What would I do? Um, what deserve what movie deserves more movie? Or any movie that you think could be recut, like the the Hobbit trilogy of films have oh, also sure. been criticized for being bloated. You put a lot of stuff in there to distracts from Bilbo's main story. And I was I went to see him. I, I enjoyed him. I've been thinking about rewatching them. There's more Lee Pace in that. Maybe I'll watch these to like, you I know, saw one of them. Yeah, I'll, wa- I'll watch them as like an after dinner cocktail, like after I finish Halt and Catch Fire. But I, I liked him fine. I'm like, I'd rather it is too much movie than not enough movie. Like, I'd like the edited down. We've narrowed down the scope of the Hobbit trilogy to really just be the contents of the Hobbit book. It's it's Bilbo. That makes sense. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. I, I, I think that, yeah, that'd be another good one. I'm I'm I, I guess I'm thinking more of like, what would I like to see more of? And I think more of yeah. Blade, the like uh, the yeah. like Wesley Snipes Blade stuff. Not that those ones are bad, though. They did kind of go downhill by the third one. That is not a great movie. But I, I, I just I want more of it. Like I, I felt like we didn't get enough of that. And I hope he makes a cameo in the new Blade stuff down the road. They, they have to. That'd be nice. They really have. I to. watched Coming to America recently. Wesley huh. Snipes is in that, and he's, he's a delight to watch. It's fun. I, I, I have to be honest, I haven't seen the original. I I have seen it once. I watched it one year on the 4th of July. 
Is that for like a America. 4th of July No, movie? no, it just has America in the name of it, and that's why we watched it on the 4th of July. We also gotcha. watched Wet Hot American Summer. <laughs> yeah, it's a fine time. Gotcha. Let's see, what else would be a good one? Um... I'm thinking of even like spy movies. Like, what, 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 what if there was a different like born trilogy, like more to that, or, or just like a recut of them into like a tighter story? I mean, they 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 are very very tightly made sto- sto- stories <laughs> in that. But if there is like, is there a way to c- kind of combine them into one thing of just like here is the three hour version that has all of them yeah i would I watch four okay. hours of mission impossible four. Oh, true true that's a good one um hmm cars <laughs> right because like yeah cars like it gets one too was... deep into the lore uncomfortably deep into the lore yeah cars one was good and it was a hit and then cars two i remember just being like what were they thinking with this yeah it's like a weird story where mater becomes a spy i saw it once in theaters like it came out when my nephew was still young enough that we're like we'll take him maybe he'll like it i think i I had a fun enough time I have I have thought about what if I watched the Cars trilogy? How would that play for me? <laughs> That's an interesting one. Um, what else? What? Oh, here's an interesting one. Here's an interesting two to to t- 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 take uh-huh. the like. Let's take really bad movies and see if they can be made better by just like what's the yes. like uncut version. Avatar The Last Airbender, M. Night huh. Shyamalan, released the Shyamalan c- 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 cut of I, uh, Yeah, I, I, from what I have Airbender. heard about that movie, it is like it's, all it's, of season one bad. squished into like 107 minutes. Yeah, they cut out so much. And so, 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 so much that is essential to the overall yeah. story that it's just like, you guys don't see the bigger picture here do, do you like you guys yeah. just we're just like well i mean you know this that you that's not important it's like no they're a major player and you cut them out entirely like mm-hmm. I, anyways that yeah was not a good movie i don't think it it could be fixed with more stuff mm. in there but it'd be interesting to see nonetheless and then yes on top of that, the Dragon Ball Z movie, oh the like God. live action Dragon Ball yes. Z movie. I support. I would want. What a wild film! I would love to see what never that does it. with like twice the time. I refused. It's, I was like, "This looks so okay. bad. They ruined this." I, I will say, it is not remotely loyal to Dragon Ball Z, but I watched it and I thought, if you don't know what Dragon Ball Z is. This is all right as just Dragon Ball Evolution action. Says, yeah, that's that's the one. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. It's just like an action comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder if you showed it to somebody contextless, they'd be like, I don't understand why all these guys look weird. But I guess I had fun. <laughs> I could every yeah, time Piccolo came on screen, I could not stop laughing. 
<laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny. Yeah. I I don't know what else. What I mean, I, I, I guess if you go down that route of just like really bad movies, there there is the like Avatar I would watch four hours of the Star Wars holiday special. I want to see the Star Wars holiday special events play out. Yeah. It's almost real time already. Yeah. <laughs> Just fill in the rest of the time with more nonsense bits they're watching on their space TV. It's three times as much B. Arthur. I was about to say the Netflix original Death Note, the like Americanized Death Note one, because that was also just bad. Like, that was, like, how, you guys don't understand this story, do you? Like, oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, that, that, that would be an interesting one. Because I, I like Keith Stanfield. Like, we've mentioned that on the review show. Is he in it? He's in that. Yeah, he plays L. I got to tell you, I don't know anything about Death Note. I know it's a boy who I think also doesn't wear shoes, and he doesn't have a hot dog either. So he's only got half of the equation. He's he doesn't wear shoes and he writes if he writes your name down in a notebook, you die. So and I think he just like wears a sweater and like hangs out on the roof. I don't know what happened. I know there was a bad Netflix adaptation. That, but yeah, but I don't even have a picture of that in my head. I don't think I ever saw an ad for it. I don't have a single image of the live action Death oh, Note. God. I didn't it... know Keith Stanfield was in it. That was when he wasn't really known yet. Like, he was just starting to get <sighs> known. He's also a big anime fan. So, like, that was just one of the things of, like, yeah, Death Note. I'll be in a Death Note movie, and I get to play one of the main characters. Oh, my God. And, oh, boy, yeah, that that film is just bad. That That is just, like, you guys just, like, completely don't understand what this story is about huh oh, okay uh sure um but yeah that that'd be an have interesting you, one to watch have you ever seen a movie that's based on some property that you don't know like you know that it is based on something but you've never interacted with that thing and you enjoy it but the fans do not um I, well, I guess you could say Star Trek is my only maybe one with that, because I've only okay. seen the, the first J.J. Abrams movie, and I didn't like it. Kyle, you've said like, this, this to me four good. times. <laughs> that, I, I dig that movie a lot. That movie weirdly imprinted on me very heavily in a way I don't feel like happened to other people. I don't understand why people liked that. Oh, I, I uh, we just watched My Hero Academia. That's one that I'm mm. like, okay, I've seen season one twice now. I don't understand why people are into this. Like, I... No, but I I'm asking know. for, like, it's, a thing okay. you liked. <laughs> like... I did not know much about I knew like the basic American citizen amount of information about Superman when I mm. went to see Man okay. of Steel. And I thought this works for me. And I felt self-conscious that that made me want to get more into Superman and people who already were into Superman did not like it. Yeah, I didn't like that film. Uh, 
yeah and upon my rewatch this past week it was just reminded of just like ah they get everything wrong they get it's so wrong like see i don't know what's wrong The, the 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 like the way the film looks and the way the fight scenes are it's amazing like it looks great um it's just the the philosophy and the mindset behind the way that Ma and Pa can't raise Superman is not what those characters would have done. And I'm I I I think it's it's a great interpretation of Superman if you look at it as an alternate reality. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. They're 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 trying to pass this off as the like no hey this is superman this is him he's the one but like and it's then, the superman for now like three years from now there will be another one it was just the most prolific one of that decade uh, so i mean like the the whole thing with mon kent is that like they taught him to hide who he was mm-hmm. that people should fear him and that like they're not ready for that which i know superman doesn't really fit the whole like lgbtq metaphor that's not exactly that whole thing but there Uh is this air of that of like hey you're different you should hide that you like you don't want to scare these people and stuff and that's not what mon pa kent was about at all like it that's not like but I, I can also understand it in in a way of like, hey, you're an alien. And that the whole line of like, if people know you're not from this world, that will change how we think about mm-hmm. existence and stuff. And yes, they're absolutely right. That will change things. But he has he, like Zack Snyder wants to do this like a deep philosophical look of like, okay, this guy is an alien. So how do I bring aliens into this story and make it, it like, it's just, it's a weird take in that way that I think c- could have been really, really cool. But then because of the things that Mon Pa Kent taught him, Pa Kent dies for no reason. And, uh, and then on at the end of of that film he kills the bad guy like that it's like superman doesn't do that however superman can do, 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 uh-huh. do that and they have explored that in the comics and so that's what i was hoping to see in like batman versus superman which they almost started to get into like batman gets involved in that stuff right because of all the destruction Right. Of like, this is mm-hmm. not good. Like, we need to con- control him and be like, yo, dude, hold your ho- ho- horses. Calm down. Like, you can't be doing this. But at the end of the day, they really don't deal with it in a way that was like, hey, there needs to be consequences for your actions and stuff like that. And one of the Superman stories that made me fall in love with the k- k- character was exactly that. He ends up killing someone and it is the like fallout and just like his his personal like 
oh my god like what did i just do like i if if that's if that's what i'm gonna end up doing or resorting to i don't know if i should be here on 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 earth and he like exiles him himself all of that stuff and he's just he has to deal with all of that stuff and it's amazing it's great and this universe just doesn't deal with it so thank you for coming to my See, ted talk no so and this was my issue i it seemed okay to me i didn't love the movie but like i i had an appreciation for it because I didn't know anything else. And I had this self-conscious feeling like, sure, I this doesn't feel wrong to me, but I know it feels wrong to other people. Like, how do I deal with this? <laughs> what is is my relationship to the movie? OK, have you ever just wandered into something without the context and had a good time and somebody with the context had a bad time? Mm, I don't know. Not that I can think of. I've often wondered about, like, I don't know anything about Aragon or, like, Percy Jackson or Hunger Games. Okay. Like, this whole generation of young adult novels that were, like, a little bit after my time that have had assorted movie adaptations that I think are, except for Hunger Games, those are well-regarded, but, like, mostly aren't super. Like, I know per people did not like the Percy Jackson films. But I've often wondered, like, if I have no context, if I've never picked up the mm. book, if I just yeah. know that it is a book, and so I can imagine there may be some awkward points for something and translate correctly, even if I don't know what it was they were trying to translate, how would that play for me as a newcomer? What if I liked it when everybody else hated it? What would happen to me then? I don't know. Ah, man, like I am, it's it's hard to, to be honest, it's hard for me to remember all the movies and stuff that I went to go see, like as a teenager, I think that would mm -hmm. maybe be one of the, the things like it, it, there must've been something in that time where I was like, oh yeah, I enjoyed this. And then just didn't know anything. Actually, now that I mention it and speaking uh -huh. of Zack Snyder, maybe the one that I do was the Watchmen movie. Mm -hmm. I, I like the Watchmen movie. I think I it's a good also like movie. It, yes. I watched the movie first and then I read the comic. Mm -hmm. I think the comic is a million times better. I see why people don't like the movie, but I think it's, it's a good adaptation of, yes. of the book as, as, faithful as they could while like having to change some things for time and stuff like that was still trying to keep it as close mm -hmm. to with, with a few exceptions uh mm -hmm. but yeah that like i i remember enjoying that film i still enjoy it yeah stuff like that i've thought Sam about revisiting says, it percy jackson is the one i keep mixing up with artemis fowl <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't know anything about it. I have thought about, like I said, just wandering into one of those other young adult franchise mm, movies yeah. blind. Like, what does this do for me as an outsider? Can I get anything out of this? I don't know, man. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. But let's talk about fried food. Ooh, fried food. <laughs> so, so while I'm watching the Snyder cut, I told myself, okay, as a treat, when it gets to intermission, you get to like order some lunch. 
And mm-hmm. I was going to order from this one restaurant I really love. I found out they were closed on Sunday. Never tried oh, to nice. order from them on Sunday before. Uh, well, I got it tonight, so I, <laughs> I was able to circle back. <laughs> That's good. What, what's, what's the r- restaurant then? Oh, it's, um, it's a Vietnamese restaurant around here called D.D. Mao. It's very good. <laughs> cool. um, but they were closed on Sunday. So I was just looking at DoorDash, seeing what else they had. And I found... Guy Fieri's Flavor Town Grill. Nice. I'm welcome not, I'm familiar to Flavor Town. I was welcomed. I was aware of Flavor Town as a concept. I didn't know Flavor Town was in my own backyard. I thought it would have to wait <laughs> years and travel miles to go to Flavor Town. Turns out it's some pop up in the area. And I was able to order oh from God. it. It got me a burger with my super melty cheese and donkey sauce. I will we'll circle back. We'll definitely circle back to donkey sauce. I don't know what that is. But okay. I, when you mentioned that, you're like, I didn't know that Flavor Town was in my own backyard. I thought I'd have to search like thousands of miles. I like in my mind, I just saw a flash of like a food network show where you are the star and it's it's entitled God, it in search of flavor t- 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 town <laughs> and it's like a lord of the rings adventure with melissa searching for flavor town <laughs> i i should host a food network show this is one of my like if i wasn't doing what i'm doing now i want to do that I can, eat. I can be enthusiastic about the eating. Yeah. Um, I can wear Great. various cute outfits. I can talk to the people. Uh, these are my skills. Please hire me, Captain Food Network. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got, I got my burger. They, it was very lightly sauced, which means I didn't, I don't feel like I had the true effect of donkey sauce. Right, it, so- it didn't stand out to me. It just sort of blended together and everything what was is- generally good donkey sauce what is it i don't know because i didn't like i couldn't get a lot of it which on the other hand i appreciate because the fact that it was sauced more finely that it was very lightly sauced meant that it traveled well the burger was in great condition when it got to me and i will trade that i'd like to have a um i'd rather have a slightly under flavored burger that's in a stable condition than a very flavorful burger that's going to like fall apart on me Okay, okay, here we Guy go. Guy Fieri finally reveals what is what in his right trademark now. donkey sauce. Okay, hold on. It is. Scrolling hold on. Down I have the to, website like, they didn't just give me like a bulleted list. I have to really read. It's a mayo mixture. Uh, garlic, mayonnaise, mustard, Worcestershire sauce, salt and pepper. Yeah, that's good. It tastes like that stuff, Kyle. You know what that is. Okay. Interesting. And then I also had these really good fried pickles. I'm not a fan they were of pickles. Like sp- I, I, well, I am, and you fry them, and they were spicy from somewhere. I don't know what part of them was spicy. It was, I, I, I had an experience with a food auteur and a cinema auteur at the same time, eating, eating my Flavor Town burger watching night. That's awesome. What a great experience. And then later this week, I ate a block of fried cheese, not related to Guy Fieri at all. Surprisingly, the Flavortown menu did not offer brick of fried cheese. 
but HelloFresh did. You went what to Flavorville instead. Right, I got uh, Hello Flavor. It was delivered in a box to my doorstep. They sent me a, a meal. They didn't do it of their own volition. They offered me the option, and I requested. I volunteered to take on the grilling cheese. It was like I made a burger, but instead of a burger being in the middle, they sent me this block of cheese. And they're like, cut it in half so it's like two like chunky cheese slices. Sure. And you put it in a pan and you just fry it. You fry the cheese itself. And it gets like a crispy exterior coating. And the inside gets a little gooey, but it still holds its shape. It's still like a square. And you slap it in the middle of a burger bun where burger would go. It's, yeah, it's like a cheese patty. Yes, it's a cheese a, patty. It's a fried cheese patty. Interesting. On a burger with like caramelized onions and a chimichurri sauce. And it was one of the best things I've ever had. It was so good. Hmm. And it was dangerous. Like they gave me a meal for two people because uh, they don't have bachelorette plans for one. The lowest meal you can get is for two. My roommate, she's lactose intolerant. She's not eating it. I'm like, Melissa, you can't eat this yeah. twice. You can't Listen eat this twice in one cheese. week. You're going to die. So I like cooked it up and I told my mom to come over and get it. Death by <laughs> cheese would be the way to go, though. Wouldn't be a bad cheese way. brick. Yeah. Yeah. Death by cheese brick. I recommend That's it to you, Kyle. If you go to your I, store and you see like a brick of it's labeled grilling cheese. I think it's a specific product because it didn't have like geez, the Hello Fresh logo on the label of that individually wrapped cheese brick. Look up grilling cheese. Get you some grilling cheese. It's it's going to change your life. Have it with some caramelized I, onions. I do see some. Uh, was the brand Yanni? Like the oh, the, I don't know. I don't remember what it said. It just did not say Hello Fresh. Forms a delicious golden crust with when grilled or pan fried. Yeah, it 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 looks like a chicken patty, but it's cheese. It's it's a what cheese brick. You cut the like, cheese brick yeah. in half. Who cut the cheese? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Who knows? Interesting. I've had a fried PB and J. That's good. That was, was it deep? Was it battered and deep fried? Yeah, it was. Carnival. It was that that well. Carnival not in your actually mouth. Actually, a carnival. That was. I mean, yeah, it's it's like a carnival f food. But they uh, they had it at my college's cafeteria every so often, and it was a rare thing that they did. But every once and again, yeah, we have fried peanut butter and jellies. They yeah, would just make them that. for lunch there. Delicious, gooey. So, and it was, it was good, but yeah, it 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 was a little much. I think mm. it was fine because you 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 do have that salty and sweet, and then you have the like greasy crispiness of the fried outside thing so it is it's very good but if you don't like that big sugar rush because they also covered it in like powdered sugar See, and stuff on the outside so it was just like oh this is good but it's a lot this a is lot. a controversial opinion one of the few controversial opinions i have beyond liking most movies 
I'm, I'm Joe, not Melissa super, has a hot take. I'm not super big into powdered sugar coatings. They're too much mess for the sweetness level you get off of them. And it's never, if you can do like a fine, delicate dusting, great. I'll accept that. But like if you're getting I, a carnival funnel cake and it's dumped on there in like a centimeter thick pile and it's just getting all over the place, it's yes. not worth it. I'd rather just Talk eat it me. plain mm-hmm. than like get everything all messy and sticky <laughs> and I'm covered in powder. I look like a ghost. Like just make whatever the thing is sweeter to begin with and skip the powdered sugar. I see what you're saying. However, I would hold that same opinion if more things had powdered sugar, but they they normally don't. Like, okay. like you don't like that at least is not typically a household like cooking thing. Maybe it is in some families, especially if you're a baker, which I I know I have you are. Powdered sugar in my house at all times. I yeah, like I I don't think I've met anyone that has powdered sugar just in their house in their pantry. Maybe I have and I just didn't know it, but like growing up looking, that was yeah. never a thing, right? Yeah, when we like wanted snacks and we were just like what's all in here, you know? I I so I, I was the kid that would have loved powdered sugar on a bunch of stuff. And it just no. it wasn't a thing. And so it 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 is this like delicacy of like, ooh, a funnel cake with powdered sugar or or like powdered sugar on my French toast. Amazing. Or like I had that one t- 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 time powdered sugar on my fried P- PB&J. Mm-hmm. But since it doesn't happen that often, I'm fine with the mess. It's a delicious mess. Okay. I I'd rather like this is like with the burger again. I'd I will gladly take something being 10% less delicious for it to be 50% cleaner. <laughs> 10% more delicious, 50% cleaner. It's it's a ratio. It's very important to me. Yeah. Uh Melissa, I have to ask before we completely skip this. Did yes. you hear anything? about this cinnamon toast crunch debacle. I I just saw that there was a YouTube video about it in my subscription list. Uh Chad Tronic put out a video called Cinnamon Toast Crunch Spiracy. And this is a channel that previously covered uh when people were getting so-called variety bags of okay. Starburst. You know, like the Halloween pack of Starburst where it's two Starburst squares inside a, a plastic wrapper on both of those. Sure. And it's a bag full of these wrapped up pears. Yeah. Like people were getting these for Halloween, opening them up, and it's nothing but pink. They're like, this isn't, I didn't buy like a custom pink bag. It's supposed to be a variety pack. Where's everything else? Why is it only pink? And all of these people were tweeting at Starburst and they're just like, huh, wow, lucky you. Oh boy, enjoy. What a treat. People are like, what happened? No. Why did all of these people get all pink bags? Yeah, like that. that so we did a video about happen. that before. So I figured this was something else in that vein. And then you put that down on our topics list. And I'm like, what? What is happening? And I just clicked on the video. I, I only got like a minute into it. But I see that uh, in the description, it says, so a man, Jensen Carp, found shrimp tails in his cinnamon toast crunch cereal. 
Cinnamon Toast Shrimp on Twitter is going wild. Yes. So I don't know all of the details, but I was on Twitter while this was happening and everyone was just like losing the, the, their, their shit about like, what is happening? This is wild. Uh, so yeah, this guy t- tweeted out uh, that he found shrimp tails in his cinnamon toast crunch after he had eaten a bowl i guess he went to like pour a second one or something or it was like that next day he started and was like what is this but i do uh, have to say though a shrimp tail is such a specific thing you could not have eaten one by mistake you would know if there was one in your mouth right yeah so he sees this thing and is like uh hey general mills what the fuck uh and and mm-hmm. and then they're just like th- so yeah it blew up into this whole big thing but he tried to just be like hey what's happening like why did i get this stuff and essentially general mills responded with that's just sugar that the like extra sugar that forms at the bottom of the bag and it like it, it and he's just like no this is a shrimp tail. Like, I know what mm. this is. It's so specific, right? And and so he he's DMing them back and forth and stuff like that. And at first, they're like, oh, well, like, you should send us all of the stuff. And he's like, well, I don't want to send you all of the stuff because then I won't have the stuff. And then you can just say that I never had the stuff, right? So I'm not going to send you the stuff. And they're like, well, how about this? We'll send you an envelope and you can send us some of the stuff. And he's like, all right, that's fine. And then they keep talking and then they switch their story to like, well, we'll need you to schedule a a like a a, a FedEx pickup. And he's like, I thought you said you were going to send me a prepaid envelope. Like, what is going on here? We didn't mention fedex well you can have a a pre it can be prepaid but you still have to tell fedex to come get it from you i used to have to do stuff like that for work sure Sure. but uh so uh, that just by itself is the start of it right and and Mm. just by itself is like wow that's wild like this thing went viral on the internet um and it, you know, it reminds us of all all the stuff we used to hear back in the '90s and 2000s, where it's like someone found a finger in their McDonald's chicken nuggets. What's up at McDonald's? Mm. You know, and so because this went viral, people started investigating and being like, "Who is this uh-huh. guy? Let's let's look him up on Twitter." He's a comedy guy. I don't know exactly what is he's what he's from, but I know I have heard his name in comedy show business. Context. He's made up some yeah. MTV shows before. He's worked, I think, with some some musicians. I think he worked with Chance the Rapper early in his career. He's also married to Topanga from Boy Meets oh, World. Oh, yes! Yes! They... So that was a strange thing, but <laughs> his last name is Carp. Her last name this is, is Fischl. They found shrimp t- tails in 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 their cereal and they apparently bought this at a costco it was a double bag uh thing like one of those big boxes with with 
two bags. They apparently yes. bought it at a Costco off a street also named Topanga. So people are, are like, hey, look, no pun intended, but everything here is fishy. Your yes. last name is Carp. Like your, your wife's last name is Fischl, right? Like what is really going on here? Um, and, and, and like, and I, I'm not sure exactly how true all of it's that stuff is. It's a developing story. It, yeah, it was, it was all of that stuff. So he then went to investigate his second bag. Uh-oh, the second bag looks like it's taped up at the bottom. That's not good. And so he starts opening it and looking at all the stuff. He finds rat droppings in the bag and oh. sh- like dental floss and stuff dental like floss? that. Yeah, just some some string. But you don't have dental floss at work on the factory floor. So here's what pe- people think happened cuz not only were the rat droppings in the bag but they were baked in to some of the squares like you could clearly see them like baked in to this thing and it's not like "Ah, that's just a dark piece of cinnamon it's like no that's that's something else so he's i guess sending them off to a lab to be tested and all that stuff to like make sure that there actually are all that stuff but what people are thinking is happening is that in the factory where they make and package this stuff somehow a rat got into this all and was scavenging for food and that's why you get the shrimp tails or the dental floss and all that stuff but then who knows like like it, it appeared to be taped up like the bag appeared to be taped up so they don't know if that was like someone at the factory who was just like oh shit like hopefully no one will notice this um or if someone was t- tampering with the thing so that whole thing was going wild and then of mm-hmm. course like older co-workers and stuff of his start c- c- coming out and being like oh boy this guy um where do I start? Uh, this guy has lied to my face multiple times. He's not a good guy to work with. Oh. I wouldn't believe a word he said. It, you, you know, this is strange. But they they did like all say like he is a marketing genius. So, <laughs> so a- no wonder this went viral, right? Yeah, I like i said i know i've heard this name before maybe i have heard like heard of him doing a prank like this i don't know i've heard of a guy doing a prank sam mentions that yeah apparently he's an abusive asshole uh and then says he got milkshake ducked in record time oh Oh. yeah it, it, it just it was one of those crazy things that like organically just happens on Twitter and it spreads like wild higher and everyone is fascinated. It's like, what is happening? What is going on oh. with this? Uh, so had I had to at least mention that because it was it was okay. crazy. So this is what you're missing out on when you're not on Twitter. Every time I go on Twitter, I feel bad that I'm not making people have a more positive experience on Twitter. <laughs> oh, well. 
Oh, well. But uh, let's see. There is a little bit more superhero stuff. There is. Yeah. Let's come back around to this. Disney Plus uh, has announced that Black Widow will be releasing uh, for their their like premiere stuff uh, for $30. And I, I forget the exact date, but it's this summer. I think, right, yeah, I think I remember somebody saying it's like shortly before Loki, which would put it in like early mid June. I don't remember. Uh, July 9th is oh, when okay. it says here. So I, I think it might be right after because I think Loki right, is July, yes, that, that might be July what I'm thinking 11th of. or something like that. Or no, is June 11th or something like that. I don't, I don't know. But yeah, Loki. And then I think. This is right after, but we we didn't hear about delays for anything else. But people were speculating, well, if this is what they're doing with Black Widow, and it was d- delayed to this date, I wonder where they're going to put Shang Chi and Eternals and Spider Man. Because if if they release them all this year, there there'd be like four Marvel movies coming yeah. out between the summer and the end of the year. And that seems like a lot. That's a, yeah, that's very concentrated. Yeah. So I, I could see them moving Shang-Chi and Eternals back and having it be Black Widow and Spider-Man. And then Shang-Chi yeah. and Eternals after that. Last I, I saw, know. I think Shang-Chi was like Labor Day weekend. And Eternals was, I think, still somewhere in November. But, yeah. Well, I guess we'll we'll, we'll see like how that. we go. You know, see. I think I've, it, I understand. You know, delays are understandable, and I think that now that the Disney Plus shows are rolling out, I <laughs> I can be more patient waiting for these things. Yeah. It's like I, I we're, I don't need four movies something. and several shows. I'll take two movies and several shows in one year. That's plenty. I'm yeah. okay. Indeed. Indeed. So I'm excited for that. I'm happy to pay the $30 uh, fee to watch that that one specifically. Yeah. But we shall see. And then t- today, the mm-hmm. Suicide Squad trailer c- came out. What did you think about Suicide Squad or the Suicide Squad? The Suicide Squad. It looks fun. I was watching a uh, like a reaction video to it from new rock stars that mentioned looking back on the trailer for Suicide Squad, that that have had a very cool trailer that had people excited. People and then they were let down by the movie. Suicide Squad. Yeah. Trailer. It was. Yeah, amazing. He, yeah. And Eric Voss was saying that that was produced by somebody who really w- didn't have anything to do with the production. With that this was a trailer like James Gunn personally oversaw and worked on a lot to get it to be very accurate to what he wanted us to to know about the movie going into it. Okay, good good to know. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good trailer. Mm-hmm. I'm not hooked 100% yet. I think this movie has a lot of uh, or yeah, just just a, a lot to make up for from the mm. first one. So it's k- k- kind of fighting an uphill battle for, 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 mm. for me. But yeah, I did really like this. I enjoy- enjoyed it. It looked fun. But we'll see. We'll see how, how they, they, they do. Hopefully it'll be a g- 
good one. I have faith in James Gungungun. I think yes. he will end up making something good with this. But yeah, I think it's interesting that the trailer in has Warner Brothers. So I don't know. I you as as we've seen over and over again, it takes very little to get me to like a movie. For sure. <laughs> I know I will have fun. I always find a way to have fun. I don't know how I do it. I don't know how to pick up that fun and give it to other people so they're also having a good time. I feel weird having a good time when other people aren't. But anyway, yes, it looks fun. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's interesting that that James Gunn now has enough uh, clout that it just says, from the horribly beautiful mind of James Gunn. Right. I was expecting, you know, and that's like arriving on the screen line by line. And, you know, the classic from the guy who brought you Guardians of the Galaxy. Like the fact that this is a trailer designed for people who already know who he is, is mm-hmm. interesting. There's a pib in the trailer. I saw felt that. like that was Mr. content pib. targeted specifically at me, a big pib fan. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Yeah, I, I, I liked what I saw so far. Um, mm-hmm. I still don't know exactly what the movie's going to be about. How, how yeah, did you feel about you don't need to. K- Kang Shark, uh, who is I, being <laughs> voiced by Sylvester Stallone? Returning from his appearance in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Right, yeah. Uh, I, yeah I, well, the on, on-set presence of King Shark was Steve Agee. And I was initially disappointed that Steve Agee's not also going to do the voice because he is a great voice. A big shark man who sounds like Steve Agee Steve would be great. Agee is. He's another I... one of the Ravagers in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Who's, he's the guy who's like, you can't even buy boats with that money. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. He's that guy. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm looking at he's... pictures now. I've, I've seen him. I, I just, I'm not, yeah, I'm not super yeah, and familiar. He, he has another role in the movie. He's like one of those guys in the, you know, at a computer at the command center with Amanda Waller. So that's why King Shark doesn't sound like him. He does have a very, you know, not to underplay any range he might have, but I understand. That okay. Like, okay, you're going to, you're a giant man. So please be our on set, like mocap for this giant character. Also, yeah. we want you to be seen. So you have this other speaking role somewhere else and the shark will sound like a different second person. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I, I. I like the inclusion of King Shark. Mm. Uh, I don't know if I like that they kind of dumbed him down, it seems like. Or he is the, like, they like they did the whole Groot treatment where he's just like, Hand? What is this? Uh, like, he, he just... But we like, also... Like, s- we see him, know. like, twice. And this might be For something sure. where... You know, like in We're Back, a dinosaur's story where they're just like big old. Yeah. Like there's like big old dumb dinosaurs at the beginning until Julia Child gives them something to make them smart. And then they sound like John Goodman. Sure. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be just like We're Back, a dinosaur's story. He's more shark than man. As the movie goes on, he'll be more man than shark. Yeah, I mean they they it might they might do the whole like uh thing that they did with Hulk in the c- c- comics how they eventually did like Smart Hulk, right? Uh, yeah, and I and I guess in the MCU, toe where it's like okay, you still have the big like Hulk powers, but you're also just as smart as 
Dr. Banner. Uh, mm. So they might do something like that. And I, I kind of hope they do. I, I, I just I don't want him to just be the comedic relief. I mean, the, they're all going to I be know. the comedic relief. But like, I, 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 I don't want him to be the comedic relief at the expense of him being a legitimate character. Right. Yeah. I, I'm sure the movie will find a way to balance. Uh, we have gags and we need gags. And when we need a t- time for like a more fleshed out character moment, we have that too. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I think mm-hmm. it, it'll be good. I'm looking. Is that a movie for this year? Is that one of the it. HBO Max releases? I, I would assume so. If it's coming out this year. See, yeah. I don't. Uh, Oh, yeah, it is. It is definitely locked in for this year, I think. Yeah, I think. Yes. It's too many. It's too, we had like none movies. And now that we're trying to get more movies, my brain forgot how to hold on to dates. Yeah. Uh, everything Like, I know when James Bond is happening and everything else is really fuzzy. Yeah. We'll see, though. Mm-hmm. Melissa, you had a question that you wanted to ask me. Uh this show and we haven't gotten to, 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 to it okay yet. so let's dive in you said you, i was you had thinking a whole, like spiel i did i was thinking today about how exciting it is when new superhero media comes out and it you know like in your mcu or in your dceu for what it is and you get a tease like a little cameo of the next movie a tease for the next movie and how that's really exciting. That's a good feeling. It's kind of what you come there for, not to downplay the movie itself that you were watching, the main characters mm-hmm. you are watching. Right, right. But yeah. to have that thing to look forward to feels great. And to me, it's like, I love that this just keeps going on in these long series. I think this must be how it feels like sports. Like sports is just always happening. There will always sure. be sports. It's not just like, well, you know, the, the the Seahawks have run their narrative course. Uh, we don't have new stories to tell with the Seahawks. So we're just going to do a finale of the Seahawks. To be honest, I'd kind of like that. That'd be interesting. <laughs> I don't... And then Sounds I like something they would do about... in Blazeball, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> Sam's big you... into Blazeball, yes. Yeah. Like this, like the teams have like narrative arcs mm. and things happen and they go away and they come back and people die and the everything something about peanuts and everything is now peanuts and I don't know but <laughs> I was thinking about what if sports were more like the MCU what if at You did not know the entire season. You knew that there was a season, but you didn't know who your team was playing. And there had to be a teaser at the end of one game for the next game. Like I looked up list of MLB teams. So let's say my own hometown Cardinals are in a a match, a game against the Boston Red Sox. And then at the end of the game, there's a there's dramatic lighting. And then Melissa? out in a trench coat walks one of the Mets. And then we're like, oh, my God, the next game is against the Mets. The Melissa, you know what you just discovered? What? 
you discovered wrestling. This is exactly <laughs> what wrestling is. I, I'm, I'm not a big wrestling fan, but this is that's that's exactly what it is. You're, you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, wrestling, as far as I know, does have post credits. <laughs> it has storylines. It has like revenge t- tales, all that stuff. Upsets. Uh, yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. It's a a live action anime by g- grown men. <laughs> <laughs> Watch Mojo top ten wrestling trails. Yeah, I just imagine my parents going to the baseball game as they have enjoyed to do in in recent years, not including the last calendar year. They go to the baseball game. Just imagine like my dad turning to my mom like. There's supposed to be a big cameo in this. What do you think? I think we're going to open up to MLB Cosmic and one of the Toronto Blue Jays will be here to tease uh, Blue Jays 3 coming out this summer. That that is wrestling. That is blaze ball. That is all of that stuff. (laughs) You hold up an old, like an old sports almanac. You're like, I think they're going to redo this storyline. I think they're going to remake this. This is what it's shaping up to be. That would be wild. Yo. We're going to remake like a tra- like a Like a, yeah, like a meta, almost time travel story of just like, we need to go back and do 1986 again. <laughs> right. It's like the, the Back to the Future 2 sports almanac. And that'd Biff be, is like, I'm going to so reboot funny. this game. Uh, I don't just want to make winning off of this through sports gambling. I want to see this. It's already happened, but how do I make it happen? How do I align the world that these teams get these scores against each other again? That's funny. That's wild. So the past couple of weeks, uh, I've been watching what is called the fan controlled football league mm-hmm. and i only know about it because kind of funny uh who i l- l- listen to a bunch of their podcast mm-hmm. ca- casts and stuff like that they o- o- own one of the t- teams in this football league and it's a smaller indoor arena football it's seven on seven uh and there's it's it's really high scoring but the neat thing is that the fans can pick the plays so hmm. like bef- before you're you know you're it's like first and 10 and you get to vote on what play they they run you have like 15 seconds to vote and the one that gets the most most votes is the one that they do on the field but Greg Miller is a big wrestling fan. And so he, uh-huh. he understands this whole idea of like, like in wrestling, different people within the league play different characters. Some of them are good guys. Some of them are bad guys and stuff like that. So he was like, I'm going to play a bad guy. I'm going to oh. play the villain of, 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 <laughs> of, of this league. And he went out the gate swinging and was he like he made videos and put them up on 
on Twitter, like calling out the uh, 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 other teams and the owners being like, you guys suck. Have you guys seen this thing and that? And this is why you're about to lose and all all, all of that, that stuff. Um, And it was wild. And they won the championship. It was crazy. Uh, And Gino was was yes. was there this has all been taking place uh in atlanta uh and oh. chino lives down there and uh he's gone to the, the games the p- 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 past two weeks he's been making some content some content c- c- kind of around the fan con- con- controlled football league and stuff and stuff like that but that also kind of reminds me of that where like they have the potential to do that and like make storylines and things like that, uh, which would be wild. Imagine if like if this was like wrestling, if baseball was wrestling and your team had to be the heel, like let's say uh, the Houston Astros had to play heel for that season. What is how does Houston feel? Does you know? Do they play the heels at the games? Does nobody want to go to Houston? Like you know, tourism suffers when it's your team season to be the heel, but you That'd gotta so do funny. it. And then like the San Diego Padres are the baby face of that year. That that would be kind of interesting. I think I'd be dead down. Like I'd be more interested and involved in the stories. And stuff like that. But at the same time, I also just I'm not interested in wrestling and all of that stuff. So I I don't know how so much. Right. Like, yeah, I I just I don't know how like when it really comes down to it. I don't know if I want the storylines competing with the actual athleticism in the Mm -hmm. game. Like I want the games to play out normally Mm. but i think if you start including story lines then yeah you get some strange things where it's like oh my god there's now three teams on the field but they all have one (laughs) just the same jersey what is god there's old (laughs) there's alternate universes like hi i'm the san francisco giants from san francisco 2 Oh, right? uh, you opened yeah. up the quantum realm From San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I I don't know if I would truly like that. I like it in concept. I don't know though. I don't know. That that'd be good. That at, at if nothing else, it would be entertaining to like go to like mm-hmm. I, I would absolutely go watch a live wrestling match because like I I don't care about the story lines and all that stuff, but to just see it take place, yeah, like, this is I've, kind of fascinating. I I've always kind of wanted to learn more about wrestling but i don't personally know anybody who's already into it and i want like yeah a seasoned veteran to show me please have somebody walk me through this i don't want to do it myself there you go there you go yeah yeah we'll uh we'll have to maybe go down the rabbit hole one day on the 
captain's log. How? Just be like, let's, let's see if we can find some interesting wrestling facts. <laughs> okay. Some interesting wrestling storylines. Mm. Something. But there you go. Melissa, I say we wrap things up right there. We've accomplished think, a lot. I think we have a, accomplished a lot this week. A little bit of housekeeping for you all. If you guys did not know, we have multiple podcasts here at The Whatnots. You guys can find out more information on our website, thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. Just type in The Whatnots and all of our shows will pop up right there. If you like what we do, patreon.com slash the whatnots is where you can support us for as little as a dollar a month. We have a $3 tier as well, which gets us all, which gets you all kinds of exclusive content. Uh, so be on the lookout for some more of that coming down the road. A uh, big shout out to Sam, who has been here in the chat Thanks, with Sam. us. Thank you, Sam. Uh, she is one of the $5 Patreon supporters. Uh, and that can get you a shout out on the show. So once again, thank you, Sam, for all your support. It mm -hmm. means a lot. Uh, you guys can also subscribe to us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash the whatnots. Um, and if you guys have Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime, uh, which gets you a free subscription you can give out once a month uh, to a streamer of your choice. We would love that to be us here at The Whatnots because it does not cost you an extra buck, but it's free money for us. And that means we can do bigger and better things here at The Whatnots. Uh, so, yeah. Go check out our Falcon and the Winter Soldier reactions mm -hmm. on the Reactor Core. Uh, we're about to discuss Season 3 of Halt and Catch Fire on the Review Show. Yeah. And Crossplay uh, is uh, in the thick of things. We're just at the start of the spring. New game announcements for the year are starting to come out uh, and stuff like that. So... Be on the lookout for all of that. Melissa, where can they find you on the internet? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities, where me and my brother Jams talk about weird old kids shows you half remember. Oh, you guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter uh, if you guys want to stay up to date with our sh shows, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. So go like, share, subscribe. You guys know the deal with all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. That wraps up episode 136 of The Captain's Log. Uh, we will get out of here. We will see you all next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.